Hank the Yank Kellogg. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. I, I heard of you because uh, you're part of the Resilient team, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir, I am. Um, quite, quite the uh, the soldier there. Um, and and uh, you were quite the soldier yourself, Marine Corps, correct? Well, I was a Marine, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Not quite a not quite a soldier, but uh, I was uh, a Marine, yes, sir. Okay. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. You call yourself an amateur bull rider. Yes, is, sir. Is that really a term? Uh, I mean, yes, in the, in the, in, I believe it is in the bull riding world. Uh, I guess, uh, guys don't really consider themselves pros until, uh, until they get their pro card, like PRCA, or they're actually, uh, even without their pro card, if they're actually going over the road and that's how they make their living, uh, like completely, like they don't have a day job or anything like that. Their whole life is just rodeo. And I mean, I like, don't get me wrong. Like my whole life revolves around rodeo, but I, uh, like I said, I'm an amateur. I don't, um, I don't compete at a high enough level uh, at this point in time to uh, create enough income from rodeo to completely live off it independently. So uh, I'm, that's what I'm striving for in the future, but I'm, I'm not okay. quite there yet. So. so, so that's what you mean when you put in your bio amateur uh, bull rider. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know there's junior bull riders and then there's bull riders. And that, I've never seen anybody call them amateurs. So I, I we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, throw you in the bus. I'm trying to get you to realize like, you know, you're riding bulls. I don't think there's anything amateur about it. Man. <laughs> so that, that's why I'm putting it. I'm just, you know, leaking some information out that where we're going to get to. So yes, you have, with that amateur bull rider on your bio, you have two, well, I would say that's your third distinct look or feel you have two that stick out when you, when you're riding bulls, that stash, it's quite <laughs> phenomenal. I can't, I can't grow a stash. So I, I I'm a it, little, jealous. it took a while. It, yeah. it took a while. Trust me. It was, uh, it, it was not an overnight thing. <laughs> I, right. I never used to be able to grow a stash. I think, um, I, I think I was really, really able to start growing the stash about, uh, 26, maybe 27. Uh, okay. Well, I'm <laughs> yeah. 41 and I can't grow anything. <laughs> so, so let, let's talk about the stash real quick. Do you okay. oil it? Do you baby it? Do you do all that? The, the creams, the high, uh, high end creams no, and stuff? No, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I use, uh, I use crew mustache wax and it's like $16 a can off Amazon. And that's, that's all I do. That's, that's it. I just, I use that and I've got these, I've, <laughs> uh, <laughs> people laugh when they see them. So I try not to, uh, let people see them too much. Cause my mother about died of laughter when she, <laughs> when she first saw them, but they've got these little, like, uh, uh, curlers like your grandma used to wear in her hair when yeah. she'd walk around the house. The they've pink got, ones? They're not pink. They're they're black, but they're uh 
and buy these little curlers off Amazon for like eight, nine bucks, I think. And you just stick them in and they clamp down and they hold it in a curl and you just wear them for like three, four hours a day. And it just makes, makes the curls look good. Basically I've kind of been neglecting it a little bit here lately, but they seem to hold on their own. It's basically training, training it. And then I just put a bunch of mustache wax in it and kind of tighten okay. it all up and make it look pretty. So but no, I appreciate the compliments about the yeah, stash. <laughs> three to four hours hair curler on your stash, man. All right. What what does the the, the lady think of that, man? <laughs> uh she uh I don't I don't really uh she usually just kind of smirks. I guess she thinks it's cute. <laughs> I generally try not to wear them around people too much because they bring those uh <laughs> the awkward laughs i guess <laughs> right a man a grown man putting hair curlers but hey you got to do what you yep. got to do man hey do yeah so yeah I, I try to put them on when i do my workouts first thing in the morning because nobody's around it takes me two hours to <laughs> to do my workout and they don't you know they don't get in the way so it's <laughs> yeah. yeah and and, and uh your your uh circuit picture is quite distinctive too i mean it's just shiny and just long and it looks like you're uh an old western you know from uh about to go uh at the okay corral at tombstone uh, i <laughs> i i try i try my best uh i guess um to uh uh well i grew like growing up you know i mean i know it's weird sound like cowboy from new york but um there's a lot of cow there's a lot of cowboys from up that way honestly oh, but yeah. um uh, a lot of good folks you know um it's not, it's not all, you know, Long Island and the five boroughs or Boston, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not all, it's not all that. But, um, you know, I grew up like me and my younger brother, like John Wayne movies and old Westerns were all we watched. And, uh, between John Wayne and Augustus McRae out of Lonesome Dove and, uh, Captain Augustus McRae um, yeah. and Doc Holliday from Tombstone. I mean, they were like three of my biggest like movies, movie star icon, like yeah. idols, I guess you could say. So I kind of try to emulate them. I mean, the hat is uh, the hat, the Stetson I wear um, for like my pictures and everything is. Uh, and when I get dressed up is a exact replica of Augustus McRae's hat the mustache obviously Doc Holliday I tried yeah. the Gus I tried the Gus McRae stash and I didn't really care for it too much um so and uh John Wayne I just uh god he's just a he's just a man among men I try to emulate emulate him you know in just just the way I carry myself as a as a person, as a man, yeah. you know? Uh, so, but yeah. You wear two different hats though. You have a yes, riding sir. hat and then you have a, a, a Stetson hat. I'm pretty sure your riding hat is the Stetson, correct? Uh, no, actually that's, um, uh, I kind of got away from wearing uh, a nice, like a, a good <laughs> Stetson for riding because I found they get stepped on every once in a while when they come off your head in the right. arena. <laughs> And, uh, so, um, I, I got away from that and I just went with a cheap hat, um, that, uh, uh, like, and a lot of people make fun of my riding hat, but it's, it's unique. And I like to kind of try to, you know, have my own style with what I do and everything. Not so much to, 
not not so much to like draw draw massive attention i guess but it's more or less just like i mean that story that hat has a story behind it that kind of means something to me and you know so i um when i was really young i was like eight or nine uh i got big into american history especially wars and everything the military history and uh my parents took me to a civil war reenactment when i was eight or nine and Mm -hmm that that very weekend i was like i want to do that and so they let me start doing it and the unit that i was a part of primarily did a portrayed a yankee unit and then uh uh, every once in a while we did a confederate counterpart unit and that hat that i ride in now was the hat that i used and it was a cheap it was just a cheap reenactor's hat and there was so fast forward um to uh when it was uh it was um 2017 uh i was getting i'd gotten back into bull riding and everything because i've i've been riding rodeoing for 10 years on and off is what i say because i've kind of quit rodeo and then came back to it and quit rodeo and came back to it and quit rodeo and then came back to it a third time and this is this is the third time and it's, I've, you know, I've kind of made up. Yeah. I've kind of made up my mind. This is, you know, this is it. Like this is, you know, I'm going to do it, you know, this time, because there's always been something. It was a, it was a girl from my past or it was a job when I became a professional firefighter uh, up in New York there that um, took me away from rodeo. And, you know, I, I made a promise to myself. I was like, you know what? Nothing's, nothing's ever going to take me away from doing what I love ever again. Uh, so, um, in 2017, um, I was, uh, I lived up in New York and I was rodeoing with a guy up there, an old traveling partner of mine. And, uh, we were at my, uh, at my parents' house at the time, cause I still lived with them. And, um, my, my old hat had gotten, pretty much demolished and we had a rodeo to go to uh that weekend and i was like man i uh or actually no it was that night it was that night that weekend but um uh it was the weekend and i was like man i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm i like i don't have a hat to wear you know like and i i can't afford to buy one right now and he's like why don't you wear that thing hanging up there and i'm like that old crummy i ain't wearing that he's like I'll bet you a hundred dollars you won't wear it because you're too chicken. And I was like, okay, that's a bet. That's a bet. And so I, I wore it in the rodeo that Friday night. I actually, um, I ended up taking third place in the rodeo and I took home an extra 200 on top of the hundred that he got me uh, <laughs> or he owed me. And uh, then the next night we were at another rodeo and I won the whole show and I ended up taking home $1,800. And I was like, you know what? this hat works. So yeah, <laughs> the hat stuck and the hat stuck. And that's, you know, a lot of people tell me, you know, you look stupid. You look like a prospector. You look like Festus from Gunsmoke <laughs> or something. I don't know. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. It's me. That's it's what I wear. And you know what, if you don't like it, don't look at it. I, I yeah. don't know what to tell you. That's just, that's my hat. So, nah, you know, and I, yeah. And, and I love that hat. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if it works, yeah why, why why try to fix it you know if exactly. it ain't broke don't yep. fix it and that's all exactly I'm all about that. yep and i'm all about you know like on the podcast I, i'm always afraid to go near the shoots you know just because 
I don't dress like a cowboy. <laughs> I wear skate shoes. I, I know what I'm yep. doing. I know, you know, the, the basics. I know more than the basics actually and uh, know my stuff. But, you, you know, I just don't fit in. I only will go near the shoots if they ask or they say, hey, you can come up here, you know, and that's the only time. But, you know, I wear a flat bill hat most of the time. Yep. I, I don't don't wear cowboy hats. I mean, I can, but I, I, that just doesn't fit me. But with that hat, you say prospector, man, what it looked like is a prospector, you know, the gold rush in uh, California, you know, and, and just to put things in perspective, I don't know if you're a football fan, but I'm a 49er, I'm a 49er fan. And the, the, uh, the mascot is sourdough Sam. And he's a prospector and he has that look. And yep. I don't know, man, I'm glad we have that, that, that conversation with this hat because man, no one rides the hat with a hat like that. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, that's kind of, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I like about it. You know, it's, keep, keep you know, I'm not, it, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 you know, this being your third time, you know, third time's a charm. Forget what people yeah. say. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah believe me i've, I've heard it all because you know i'm 29 and aspiring to be a professional bull rider and people yeah. are like you're you're crazy you'll never make it and i just you know i just kind of smile and in the back of my head I, you know well i smile and nod and in the back of my head i'm like yeah just just sit back and watch you know yeah, we'll get yeah. there we'll get well, there they're scared that's what people do when they're scared yeah so. yeah all right amateur pro whatever you look at it man i'm just going to state what you've have done in your bull riding career one time pafra world finals rodeo top five bull rider two time pafra world finals top 10 bull rider one time mrca world finals rodeo qualifier and right yes, now sir. you're sitting you're sitting at seventh overall on the w at wpbr at wpbro bull, uh, yes sir r r o yeah world professional bull rider organization that right there seems to me that you know you're more than an amateur i <laughs> <laughs> well, uh uh i i don't know i i can cons- i guess i just consider myself an amateur until i kind of I don't know, I guess, uh, prove it to myself and whatnot. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I guess, uh, yeah. Just think about yeah. it because th- think about this, man, you're part of, you know, the PAFRA professional armed forces, rodeo association, military road, cowboy station, uh, association, MRCA. I know they don't just get people off the streets and say hey join my you know association they've got some good guys coming out you're one of them you know jace angus is another one oh yeah jace jace is a man he's a i'm glad to be able to call him a friend he's 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 actually you know uh i know he used to ride bulls back in the day and he doesn't anymore but um he's he's helped me quite a bit probably more than he probably more than he realizes he has. Uh, he's, he's helped me out a lot with my uh, bull riding here just in the past year. Uh, just words of encouragement or, you know, little 
little tips and tricks, you know, kind of things that, you know, helped him when he was, when he was riding bulls. So it was, uh, he's, he's helped me out and I'm, I'm proud to call him a friend, but man, he's a, he, he's a bronc feeling son of a bitch. He really is. He's um, good. He's good. He is. He's very good. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and so think about it though, man, you're in that organization too, or the association you're kicking yes, sir. In, in the association or organization that you're in now. So I don't, I don't know. I'm still questioning your amateur uh, term. Right. <laughs> when when you were in the service, did you rodeo then? Uh, the service is actually um, so. Uh, before I went in the service, I did not rodeo. But growing up, you know, I used to watch the watch the pro rodeos at my mainly at my grandparents' house, but at my parents' house once in a great while um and loved watching rodeo cowboy movies and stuff like the cowboy way and whatnot uh and yeah, uh <laughs> yeah uh with keither keeper sutherland and woody harrelson uh Best yeah that, that was a, yeah <laughs> yeah and uh but no i i grew up and uh i you know i always used to say like i want to be a bull rider someday i want to be a bull rider like from when i was little i can remember you know saying that and my grandmother would be like, ah, oh, no, you're, you're crazy, you know, and mom's like, no, you're not doing that because you know how mothers are. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, so we we watched that then and I always wanted to, but then I got in the Marine Corps and uh, was stationed in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina at Camp Lejeune. And um, just one day in a Lowe's hardware store, I was walking through, I had a brand new cowboy hat my parents actually bought for me uh because i'd been eyeballing it for a while and they came down to visit me and uh um, i told told my dad i was like i'm I'm saving my money to get that hat i was like i really like it and uh, they ended up buying it for me and so anyways i was walking through low wearing that hat and this guy walked up to me and he's like are you you a bow rider and i'm like nah man i wish i wish i don't even know where to begin with that stuff he's like i'll tell you what i got a guy's phone number He's like 45 minutes up the road in a place called Tuscarora, North Carolina. He owns a hanging tree ranch and uh, he, he has bull riding out there. And I'm like, no way, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'll get you his number and whatnot. You call him up and he'll, he'll hook you up if you really want to do it. And I was like, okay. So that weekend I went out and uh, saw the show. And then two weeks later, uh, he, he hooked me up with a guy by the name of uh, Matt. and. Uh, he he's a local kid from right there in uh, North Carolina and him and I became real good friends right off the bat. And Matt let me borrow his gear and everything. And I hopped on my first bull and man, it was, it was rainy and it was crappy and it was muddy. And I went like face plant right in the mud about <laughs> like half a second after they cracked the latch on that shoe cake. <laughs> and of course I didn't know what I was doing really, but, uh, I I knew right then, like, I mean, soon as soon as I hit the mud, I was like, man, I, God, that was awesome. I got to do it again. And I got to hang on longer so I can, that can be more awesome, you know? And I just, I, I started right in with it and I just, I was hooked at that point. And I've just never, I, I can't recall a moment. Uh, Cause that was like, I think May is my 10 year anniversary. 10 year May will be 10 years exactly since I started uh, okay. 
And uh, I, I can't remember a single day throughout them 10 years where I didn't at least think about bull riding once, even in the times when I had kind of given it up and pushing it, pushed it off to the side, you know, yeah. I just, I can't remember a single day where I didn't think about it basically. So, you know, and that was, and that's, uh, so it's been a, it's been a big passion of mine for a long time and I just, I love it and I just don't want to stop, you know? Yeah. So was it the face in the mud or the adrenaline that was, uh, basically love at first sight, man? Uh, it was definitely a combination of the two. Um, (laughs) it was, uh, it was, it was definitely a combination of the two. I like the, you know, mainly the adrenaline rush. It was, it was pretty, uh, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, it was pretty awesome. So I was, I was just, I was just hooked. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it other than that, you know? Yeah. Your first stint in the game. How long did that last? Um, went at it for, pretty hard for about um because when i first started i was i was pretty much all in and i went at it pretty hard for about uh about a year about a year and then um i ended up uh i got hurt and got out of the got out of the military and um went back to new york and then uh of course i was um planning on moving back to north carolina so that i could continue rodeoing but the same story with just about every other cowboy out there long comes a girl mm, and right. uh you know i i stuck around in new york and then uh, um that that went on like that took up about two years about two years i think and then uh when uh when she left um i ended up meeting somebody because she had left and they had a friend who was a bull rider and uh their friend had posted something on facebook and saying oh heading to a bull riding you know and i was like where the heck are you going to a bull riding in new york i hadn't even heard of bull riding in new york and i grew up there i didn't i didn't even know it was a thing (laughs) up there and uh uh, he was like oh i'm going out here and i was like oh dang like I used to ride bulls. Like I want to go. And he's like, well, you got gear. And I was like, yeah, it's all dusty and everything, but I'll, I'll break out the old gear bag. So I did and cleaned it all up. And I went with him that weekend. And, you know, I mean, just jumping right back into it. I didn't last very long, but I got yeah. hooked right back into it again. And okay. uh, then I rode, um, I rode again for about another, another year, year and a half. And then I became a, a uh, professional firefighter for the state of New York. And I kind of give it up, uh, for that job. And then, um, uh, I uh, ended up, uh, resigning from my position as a firefighter. Cause it wasn't quite, I guess you could say it wasn't quite what I anticipated it to be. And when it's I tough. got done with that, yeah, it, it is a, it is a tough job. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love being a firefighter. I served as a volunteer firefighter for about five years. I was a lieutenant in the volunteers, but a paid, paid gig. It really wasn't, wasn't my, I didn't really care for it as much, I guess. Um, so I got out of the fire service in 2018 and then, uh, that, uh, my buddy up there, he got back in touch with me and he's like, Hey man, we need to go rodeo since you're not 
fighting fire anymore. And I'm like, heck yeah, man, let's do it. So we did. And I, I just went all out with it. And later on that year, well, actually a few months later, he, he mentioned, Hey, you know, what do you think about Texas? And I'm like, man, it's a big state. I've never been. Why? And he's like, no, I mean like moving there. I was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. That's what I think. He's like, nah, man, we'll get jobs on ranches. We'll work on a, work on a horse and cattle ranch and uh we'll ride rodeo like every night of the week and on the weekends there's rodeos everywhere we can be real cowboys you know like, it's true yeah okay sure and <laughs> i thought it was a joke but then a month and a half later he comes along he's like i got us jobs and i was yes. like what do you mean you got us jobs he's like i got us jobs and places to live in texas we leave in like two months and i was like really and he's like yeah and i'm like okay, let's do it. So we did. And I left and that was, yeah, July of 2018. And here we are, it's April, 2023. And I love Texas and I yeah. I don't ever want to leave. I, I love it down here. And I just, you know, I, uh, I've been rodeoing ever since. And I mean, I kind of fell in with another relationship that uh, ended as well, but I kind of, it pulled me away from rodeo, not completely, but just enough to step like get me off track but after after that one i i came back to it and i i've i've come back to it really hard and i've been you know i've i've changed like it it influences my entire life now i mean there's not anything that i do uh like physically or mentally or emotionally even throughout the course of the day that doesn't in some way shape or form that isn't impacted by rodeo. I mean, you're in the game, you're doing tech, you're in Texas, you're doing rodeos pretty much every weekend, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every weekend I'm, I'm traveling somewhere, usually somewhere here in Texas or Oklahoma. Uh, right now I've got a few planned for, um, going back up to New York to visit family, going to hit a few rodeos there. Okay gonna head out to north carolina a couple times this summer catch a few out there for the military rodeo cowboy association circuit and i'm gonna i'm actually gonna plan a pretty big trip up to um alaska in august to go to the alaska state fair rodeo and uh try my hand at that one and then uh there's a place uh out in tombstone arizona uh called shootout arena and i just think it'd be really freaking cool to ride there yeah. <laughs> you know ride bulls right down the road from where doc holiday and Wyatt Earp had their famous gunfight yeah. at the okay corral i think it'd be kind of cool so i'm gonna yeah, go and awesome. do that yeah uh, how's the purse for uh the military um uh which one for pafra or for mrca both uh mrca um i believe it it's typically uh, from what I recall from last year, it was about 500 to a thousand dollars added, uh, um, for each event, I believe. And then, uh, the finals, I don't know about, I qualified for the finals last year, but unfortunately at like at the last minute, the MRCA, I don't know all the details, but they lost like their biggest sponsor. So they weren't able to actually hold a finals a world okay. finals. So they just left, they just left the standings as they are. And that's why I just put that I was a finals qualifier okay. because we didn't actually, everybody was technically, everybody that was a qualifier was technically just a finals qualifier. 
they didn't do a payout for whatever the ranking was or anything like that. But in PAFRA, um, I took, uh, I got top five last year in 2022. I took fourth place overall. Um, and I, God, I can't even remember how much my paycheck was. Uh, it wasn't anything huge. It was, I want to say it was like maybe $600, maybe, maybe seven. It wasn't, it wasn't anything huge, but, um, uh, it is a, it is a small association. It's not, it's not huge, you know, uh, they're, but they are, they are pretty big. They've gotten big over the years, but they, uh, all their, um, I guess they're, uh, what do I say? They, they try to, they try to mitigate where they put their funds. So it's not so much going towards earnings because PAFRA is, it's not just a, it's not just a rodeo association. It's an association that like supports veterans and their families and likes to help out. So they try to utilize their funds to do things like that. Like they do a big thing uh, like last year um, and and years prior uh, they do, uh, they did, um, they did like a, a parade kind of deal and a meet and greet thing at the local VA in Topeka, Kansas, where we held the world finals the last, let's see, back in 22, 21 and in 19, cause in 20, it was canceled due to COVID. Uh, so, um, but they, they do stuff like that. So they try not like, it's not, it's not so much about, you know, winning all the money and everything as it is, like giving back, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. to, to those who served, you know, and which is, which is awesome. You know, it's a really, really good organization to be a part oh, yeah. of. I was just asking because I mean, there's quite a few people that do it. I mean, it has to be. Oh yeah. 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 Worth yep. it. <laughs> I mean, you're right. still in the game. You're, you know. Yeah. Well, they also, your... I, I believe last year, um, I, I want to say last year they paid out, uh, I think the top, I want to say they paid out the top six or eight, uh, bull riders. So there's pro- like, I mean, you know, me and me sitting in fourth, I think it was like six, I want to say it was six, 700 bucks that I got in my check. Uh, so me in fourth place, like, you know, as your placement goes down, you get less money than the guy ahead of you and even less than the guy ahead of him. Yeah. So there's, you know, three guys that collected individual checks that were bigger than mine. Right. So you think about those other guys behind me that collected checks that were smaller than mine and you add it all yeah. up. I mean, it was a pretty good pot, you know, they, they have a pretty good, you know, pool of prize money, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it it's, if they paid out the top three or the top four, or the top five, yeah. the the jack the earnings would be bigger for I'm sure. Just, but I'm just trying to get a, a feeling of uh, how it all works in that uh, association and and how soldiers and veterans still or, or spouses of, of veterans or military servicemen uh, attend and compete. And it's just like, okay, there's more to it than the purse because, you know. Right. Yeah. It's, okay. yeah. Yep. With that traveling, it was all on your dime, correct? Uh, well, um, not, not entirely. I have, uh, so I have a lot of um, 
I have a lot of hometown support, I guess, from back home uh, up in good old Williamstown, New York. Uh, so, you know, and a lot of the local businesses, I mean, everybody in three counties over knows my grandfather and everybody in those same counties knows my father, you know, and most people, nothing but good things to say about the two of them. And someday, hopefully that'll be the same for me. But uh, so they, my, my family knows a lot of people up there. Um, and so they go to like my mother mainly, you know, go around to like local businesses up there and be like, Hey, would you like to sponsor Hank? He's going to the Afro, the professional armed forces rodeo associations, world finals or world championship rodeo. Yeah. And, you know, like he's going, he, he could use some help with like entry fees, with gas money, with the hotel stay and all this stuff. And, you know, so she, she usually like my mom usually butts her butt throughout the summer, <laughs> getting those businesses like to like, to throw in like 50, a hundred bucks. And some, some people are like, Oh, heck yeah you know, here's, here's 300 or here's 200 or whatnot, you know, and they, they pull in. And last year, I mean, it cost me, uh, it cost me, I want to say like, I want to say it costs like 1200, maybe 1500. I can't remember exactly, but 12, $1,500 just to go there, pay the entry fees, pay the membership fees, my jacket fees, hotel costs and food and gas and everything else. And the sponsors she brought in for me, like literally the the sponsor, like the overall, the total amount was somewhere like uh, $2,000, So, I mean, it was, it was completely paid for, for me by sponsors, you know, and then the rest of that money I used like later on just to keep going at more rodeos and whatnot. So it paid, paid entry fees down the road. So you know, and, uh, it definitely helped me out. And this year I'm definitely like life and, uh, cause I'm definitely competing at a, uh, a higher level than I was last year. And so like, really, I just, I can't exaggerate enough, the, the blessings that I've, uh, had, uh, basically bestowed upon me and my, my life and my rodeo career, just, just this year alone, with like new sponsors that are picking me up and they're like, Hey man, like we want to help you out and whatnot. I've picked up quite a few and you know, the old ones from back home, the, you know, just the little ones, you know, they're small sponsors, but you know what? It, it means the world to me. And I, I, I tell everybody, you know, uh, like, you know, I'd love to represent your business, give you social media shout outs and all that stuff. I'd love, I love helping the little guy because, yeah. you know, I, I am the little guy, you know, so right. Same, I, I love same. helping out the little guy, you know? And so yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't like, I tell people all the time. It's like, I don't care how much you, you just give me five bucks and I'll give you a social media shout out once a week, like on whatever post I'm doing, you know, like twice yeah. a week. I don't care. Like you give me five bucks, like five bucks for the year, five bucks a month. Like it, you know, it, it helps, you know, every, every bit helps. And I, I appreciate it like so much. And I don't, I don't, I know I don't tell my sponsors that enough, like how much I appreciate all their help and whatnot, but you know, I try to, I try to do the best I can to represent them in a, in a professional manner, like, you know, at all times. Uh, and you know, 
it's just, it's really nice to have that, that kind of support and to just be like, it's just kind of overflowing this year. Like the, the, the amount of new sponsors that I've gotten and the size of the sponsorship that they've sponsored me for is just for a guy like I, like, I know you, you, uh, you question the term amateur, but I consider yeah. myself an amateur bull rider. And, you know, for, for me looking at it, like I'm an amateur bull rider, you know, I'm like, man, for, for these people to like, take a chance on a guy like me. I mean, I'm, I'm 29. Most bull riders, their careers, you know, they retire professional bull riders. They retire between the ages of 30 and 35. <clears throat> Some of them go a little bit longer, uh, not, not usually though, but I mean, you look at guys like, uh, look at guys like JB Mooney. I mean, he's mm-hmm. like, he's like 38 and he's, he's like me, you know, uh, he's, he's a tall bull rider. And I, I get that all the time. People tell me like, why don't you ride saddle Broncos? Like, no, I'm not that crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I think those guys are nuts that ride Bronx, like, especially bareback. I mean, I was, I, uh, I was literally. I, I was literally told by uh, an old cowboy friend of mine. Uh, he's like, uh, we were talking about bareback riding one day. He's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, do do bareback. If you absolutely hate every every fiber in your body, like everything about your body, your <laughs> physical body, if you just if you just despise your body, go ahead, ride bareback. Go ahead, do it because you you won't have you'll beat the heck out of it for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah you'll beat yeah. your body to death. You know, but uh, you know, like uh, so them Bronc riders, like my my hats off to them. I I won't do it. You know, not yeah. not for this cowboy. But it's just um, but yeah, most bull riders their their careers are done, retired. They you know they kind of throwing the towel between 30 and 35 on average, you know, there are a select few. I know there's, uh, there's a guy that's, um, I think he's a Brazilian in the PBR. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. 49. Yep. There you go. He's in the, he's in the PBR. And I mean, those bulls are, wow. I've, I've gotten on PBR level bulls before and man, they, they'll rock your world. (laughs) And I mean, not just, not not like stepping on you and whatnot, but I mean just the ride. Oh like, yeah! I mean you better you better cock your hammer when you get on one of them bad boys because right. they're they're bringing the heat. And uh, so you know, but I just um, you know I I look up to guys like that, especially JB Mooney. He's he is one of my uh, one of my bull riding like idols, I guess you could say. Um, just because he's a he's a taller bull rider, kind of cut against the grain, you know. And, uh, he really, he really tells it like it is. And I, I love that about him. You know, he's, he's tough he's straightforward. Edges, man. Yes, he is. He's, he's straightforward and he's honest. And I, you know, I like to, I like to emulate that, you know, and yeah. you know, he's, he's definitely one of my idols when it comes to bull riding. I have, I have a few, a very few idols that I try to, as far as bull riding goes, you know, like professionals, that actually made their mark in history. Um, I have very few that I like strive to emulate and really look up to and respect. Now, granted, I've never personally met JB Mooney, but you know, like I'd like to someday and I'm sure I will. Uh, I have every confidence that I will eventually, but, um, uh, another one is he's actually a really, really good friend of mine. He lives 10 minutes down the road and for the last three and a half going on four years he's been an outstanding friend and probably for the last two years he's been coaching me 
like yeah. in my bull riding, you know. His name's uh, Joe Wimberly. He's a five-time NFR finalist from the 80s and 90s. Okay. And uh he um he never won it, but he uh he de- he made it, you know, he made it there and that's Yeah, he uh, made it five that, times. Yeah, he, I mean he <laughs> He he rode he rode against the best of them. He rode with the best of them, you know. Guys like Cody Custer and Tough Heatman, yeah. Lane Frost, and I mean, you know, yeah. he just uh, he he rode right alongside all those guys, and it's like awesome. you know, it's uh, and he's been a really great friend to me. I can't I can't even begin to explain the things outside of helping me with my bull riding that that man has done for me and just, just a truly remarkable human being. And he is, he's definitely, uh, uh, you know, before I moved to Texas, I never even heard his name before. And then I met him and we instantly became friends and just, man, I, I just, I can't emphasize enough the respect and admiration I have for that man. When it comes, we all know Mooney's the man. Who yeah. do you stop to watch when you're bull riding, in in any circuit, or let's say you're watching TV, somebody comes on. Who's that one person that you stop just to watch? Oh man, um, honestly, uh, Sage Kimsey, the okay. that dude's got it. He's he's got it going on. I I freaking love Sage. I love his style. I love his determination, and uh, I I just I love his passion for the sport. And I hope that you know I strive to like get like to make my passion like match his for it mm-hmm. because you know I've I've been told uh, I've been told uh, this is something that Joe Wimberly told me. He's like you know he's like you may never. Like, he's like, the skill will come. You don't, he's like, you don't have the skill to ride at the NFR just yet. He's like, you don't have that skill level yet. He's like, but it will come with time. He's like, but I can tell you this much. You'll never ride at the NFR without the passion for it. And he's like, that's one thing that anybody that meets you, anybody that talks to you, anybody that knows you, like, he's like, they can see it. He's like, they can see it in you. They can hear it in your voice. You know, they can see it in your eyes. Yeah. They can just feel it in your presence. And he's like that right there. As long as you never give up and you give it all you got. And that's what you really want. He's like, that will take you there before skill and before anything else. And that's, you know, I, you know, I, I believe him, you know, when he says that and, okay. you know, other than that, I just put all my faith in the good Lord above and just try to make that whistle. All right, huge bullfighter fan. If if you know, I've I've had some bullfighters on here, and I've also you know yep. said bullfighter, even though bull rider. Yeah, I I I love <laughs> bullfighters, man. They're the unsung hero. Um, yes, sir. Freestyle or or protection favorite uh, bullfighter, man. Well, um, so <laughs> uh, my favorite bullfighter. Uh, he's actually a really good friend of mine. Um, Never, uh, far as I know, he never really did any pro bull riding or bull fighting. Um, but, uh, he's just a great guy and he's a really good friend of mine. He's actually also a New Yorker. Um, and he lives in Texas currently. He, he give up, he doesn't fight anymore. He's, uh, he's kind of given it up now. Um, got himself a fiance and a couple kids. So he's, he's given it up for, you know, to, move on in life, I guess you could say, but 
that man there, uh, his name is Chris Buskey, and I don't think he'd mind me mentioning his name. So, uh, but his name is Chris Buskey, and man, I can't tell you how many times that guy saved my butt. Like, yeah. <laughs> just oh man, like so so many times. I can remember the uh, the nights at the Double M uh, Double M Rodeo up in uh, gosh, what was it, Boston Spas, New York. And he'd be out there bullfighting and, you know, him and I'd always cut up out back the shoots afterwards and all that, <laughs> just hang up, hang out, you know, and, but man, like just 30 minutes prior to that, he was, he was picking me up out of the dirt and getting out, getting me out of the way or taking a hit that I did, that was meant for me that, you know, he didn't have to take, but he, he took it, you know? And I mean, that's what those guys do. And it's just, you know, he's, uh, Chris is Chris was an awesome bullfighter and he you know I bet he still could be if he went back to it but I you know I got to respect the fact that he uh gave it oh. up to move on with his life you know Oh yeah so oh, yeah a, a story like that is a uh, wolf game uh Troxel <laughs> I had him on recently and he did the same yeah. thing badass bullfighter family Hey yep family man Hey you know yeah family's first I man mean, Families first. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not married. I don't have any kids, uh, you know, and thank God I don't really. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't want kids in the future, you know, and I don't want to be married or have a family life or anything. It's just I know that if I did have that family, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to go after what I want in life, you know. Gotcha. And, you know, I know it's uh, that future family that I want is a big part of the reason why I, I, I push forward and I keep going, you know, through rodeo because I've had people tell me, man, you ought to hang it up. You know, they see some of the wrecks I've had. I got last year in the, in the, the final round of uh, round three, the finals round uh, of PAFRA world finals. I got, um, I, I made a stupid move coming out of the shoot and just over like basically over anticipated what the bull was going to do based off what somebody had told me. And I made a, made a dumb move and I mm. came right off him right in the dirt. And he ended up, he, he kicked me in the back of the head right back here. And he ended up uh, right after he kicked me in the back of the head, he made another rotation and he stomped on me and he grazed my head. And I, I have a very faint scar. You can't see now, but he grazed the front of my head. And he gave me this nice scar I got on my arm here. Jeez. And, uh, I was, I was out cold for a couple minutes and I was very, very fortunate, you know, um, that, uh, like no concussion, no severe brain injuries, no severe head trauma, no skull fractures, nothing like that. I did, you know, I had a couple, uh, acute fractures in my vertebrae and my neck and I had really tight you know, neck and shoulder muscle right here for about a month and a half that my chiropractor worked out of me and, yeah. uh, you know, but, uh, very, very blessed with that, you know, uh, very, very blessed and fortunate, you know, but you know, some of the wrecks I've had, people are like, man, you ought to just, you ought to just hang it up. And it's like, yeah, you know, that's, uh, kind of, I guess JB Mooney said it best when somebody, somebody told him he ought to hang it up and he's got, his young boy, uh, Jaeger there. Uh, he, uh, he's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly what I want to teach my boy is, you know, 
to quit when the going gets tough. That's, that's exactly what I want him to grow up and learn to emulate. And it's like, man, I don't know. Like, I want to know, I guess for me, I want to know at the end of my rodeo career, wherever it takes me, I mean, don't get me wrong. The goal is the NFR. That's, that is the goal, but uh, wherever it takes me, I want to know at the, at the end of it, the, I gave it everything I had and I rode, 110% and that I'll have nothing to look back on. I know if I hung it up right now, I'll always regret it. You know, I'll always regret it. And I don't want to have to basically raise children like that, you know, with that kind of story behind me, you know, let's say you make it to another circuit. Will you still be going to the arms or armed forces? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they're outstanding organizations. Uh, they really are. And, uh, they, they just, I mean, what they do for veterans and bringing the, the veteran community together outside of the military. Cause I mean, I know there's all sorts of programs like, you know, uh, like wounded warriors does all sorts of stuff. You know, you can take veterans hiking or horseback riding or, take them to a NASCAR race or to a football game, you know, to a baseball game. But what do you do with those Cowboys that, you know, they ride rodeo and they work ranches all day. Mm-hmm. They're not really football fans like me. I'm not a football fan. I like baseball, but you know, I don't care enough to go to an actual game. You know, yeah. I don't like basketball, you know, like what do you do with us? You know, like what, where do, where does my category of veteran fit in? And this is what, PAFRA and the MRCA and Warriors and Rodeo, this is what they do. They they just they bring all these vets together that share this common love for rodeo. Okay. And uh it's just it's it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It's it's wonderful and it's amazing. It it really is, and it's an awesome organization. I will yeah, I will cool. continue to be a member of uh the organizations as long as I possibly can. All right. Five to 10 months from now. What's next, man. What's your goal? Five to 10 months. Uh, yeah. So that'll put us into, mm, that'll be, Let's so my goal is uh, 2024. Okay. Uh, 2024. My goal is to uh, get my uh, uh, PRCA permit. I'm going to try to get that filled as quickly as I can, uh, get that filled up. And then, uh, once I get it filled, go for my pro card and, um, work on it from there to make my way to the NFR. Um, I know it's going to take some time. I know it's going to take some doing, uh, um, I guess I would say, you know, within the next three to five years, my goal is to, qualify for the NFR, uh, you know, um, and, you know, I say three to five years cause that, you know, it gives me, gives me a comfortable oh, yeah. distance of time. I try to, you know, I don't want to set unreasonable goal. I mean, you know, I know there's still people out there. It's like, oh, you're 29 and five years, you'll be 34. It's still unreasonable because 34 and the NFR and most of them guys are yeah. anywhere from 20 to 26, you know, and it's like, ah, I I ain't worried about that. You know, age is, age is irrelevant, you know, but, uh, so that's, that's my goal, you know, and then, uh, you know, so that's, that's pretty much my goal from there and just 
just keep rising up that ladder and just keep uh keep getting after it and just be the be the absolute best that I possibly can be, you know. Just see how I just want to see how far I can go really and take it to whatever limits nice. I've got to I've got to take it to, you know. Okay. Well, first, we're almost done. First, you got to change that that title, man. I think you got to change that title. The title? In your bio, man. <laughs> oh, the, the amateur? The amateur? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, uh, I understand uh, your point. I understand your point. Yeah, yeah. I do. But good gosh, man. I, I just feel <laughs> you're selling yourself short, man. For real, because oh. not too many people can, you know, take a hoof to the head and, and still go back on a bull. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I I guess uh I guess um it gets easier the more that it happens and I've it's happened quite a few times. So I guess you know that that wasn't my first time with an experience like that. So you know, I mean uh, I guess uh when it comes to that, um my very first traveling partner guy guy by the name of Matt told you about him, uh, yeah. talked about him before. Um, it was, uh, July of 2013, uh, just a couple months after I started riding, I made my, my best ride. I mean, it was, it was my best ride. I almost covered him, almost had him for eight seconds. It was 7.6 seconds. That's what they clocked me at. And, uh, I come off the side of him and that bull, like I got kind of hung up in my rope. Well, I do that. I ride left-handed. So I was kind of hung up with that bull reared around and stuck a hoof right in my chest on the right side, ended up breaking three ribs and fracturing five others. And, uh, you know, I had, I had the vest on, but, um, still it caused some damage there. And he, he planted me in that North Carolina dirt, just like a steed. And, uh, you know, really took the wind out of me and scared the crap out of me. And I got, you know, it was just a practice pen. It wasn't a jackpot or nothing. It was just for practice. And I paid for three bulls that night. And that was my first one. And, uh, that was the first one. And, uh, they got me in the back pens there. Uh, my buddy, Matt, he was also, everybody knew him. They used to call him the Lenore County kid, uh, back in the day. And, um, he was a local EMT. And so, everybody knew Matt and they knew I traveled with him. So they're like, everybody, you know, leave him alone. Matt's Matt's got him, you know, we'll just get him to the back pen and Matt will take care of him. And mm-hmm. so Matt got me back there and he popped my vest open and popped open my pearl snap. And he's looking me over and he's like, does this hurt? And he's poking me all down. And I'm like, yeah, it hurts, Matt. It hurts. You know? And, uh, he's, he's like, all right. He's like, well, you're talking, you're breathing. He's like, get up. I got a bull loaded for you in the shoot. And I'm like, nah, man, I think I'm done. He's like, he's like, nah, man. He's like, get up. He's like, cowboy up right now. He's like, you want to be a cowboy? Get up. Let's go. You're getting on another bull. He's like, I don't care. And he, he's like, you're going to wear a helmet this time. But you know, and that was like one of three or four times in my entire career that I've ever worn a helmet. And I just, I can't stand wearing helmets. They're, they're too much of a distraction, but he got me on that bull and boy, I went out about two, three jumps on him and he flipped me up in the air and I landed flat on my back. And, uh, you know, I was able to get up and get out of there, but I'm really glad he did that. You know, cause he, he told me later on, he's like, you know why I made you get on that next one? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm, 
I was like, honestly, I don't. I just got the crap beat out anymore. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> you know, and he's like, he's like, because if I'd let you go, he's like, I know you don't think so right now, but if I'd let you go and wait a week or wait a couple days before you get on another bull, he's like, you'd have thought about it over and over and replayed that in your head and scared yourself right out of it and never rode again. He's like, you might've gotten on one or two more, but you'd have never rode again. You'd have gave it all up. You'd have hung it up. And he's like, you could have thrown it all away right there. But he's like, that's why I made you get on that bull. That's why I made you do that. And I told you cowboy up. And he's like, now you can come back next weekend. He's like, I know you'll be sore, but you'll come back next weekend. You'll ride and you won't be scared. And he's like, so yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm glad he did. I really am because if he hadn't done that, I I don't know that we'd be having this conversation today. You know, I probably would have gotten scared out of it. But that's that's but yeah. that's badass, man. <laughs> that was that was some that was some real cowboy shit right there. I guess. Yeah, you know? goodness. All yeah. right. Well, that's why yeah. I think you should reconsider that that title. Um, <laughs> I, I I really appreciate your time, man. I, I really yeah. do. I, I want you to uh, stay in touch, but you said, Absolutely. you said sponsors, you want to give your sponsors a shout out now. I'll put it on the, uh, the description as well. That episode. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Huge shout out. Um, uh, I guess I'll start with just the small sponsors, but you know, I've, uh, Osceola, the world famous Osceola hotel in Osceola, New York. Buck's Family Restaurant out of Williamstown, New York. Uh, nice. Uh, the Redfield Square, Redfield, New York. Kasog Lake Bar, Kasog, New York. Um, the uh, Cheese Factory Bar and Grill out of Redfield, New York. The Florence Hotel out of Florence, New York. Um, CG and Sons Precision Machining out of Williamstown, New York. Man, uh, mom did do some work. Yes, man. yes, she did. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to mom. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Uh, um, let's see, uh, Gardner, uh, Gardner, um, uh, Gardner logging and excavating out of Williamstown, New York, uh, Gardner farms out of Williamstown, New York, Hopkinson potato farms out of Williamstown, New York. They've, they've since closed down the Hopkinson's don't run anymore, but, uh, he, he did, uh, uh, Jeff there did help out. So that was, that's very, you know, much so appreciated. And then uh, I got um, uh, some others. Uh, There's some individuals that don't really want any recognition, so I'll leave them out of it. But they know who they are. And if they hear this, you know, I'm very grateful and thank you. Um, And then my latest sponsors and biggest, like, I guess, support, you know, start right at the top with uh, Warriors and Rodeo, they're not really a sponsorship, but they have been, they have acted the role of a sponsorship just in the incredible things that they have helped me achieve and accomplish with acquiring sponsorships and furthering and bettering my rodeo career. So Warriors and Rodeo, definitely for sure. Uh, Resilient Brands, um, they uh, that man right there has helped me out a lot. And yeah. I, I, I really appreciate him a lot for that. And uh, Dank Vodka out of uh, Dallas, Texas, um, gentleman uh, uh, by the name of Trey. He uh, he's helped me out quite a bit. Uh, and I've got um, 
Uh, just picked up a couple more. There's uh, the Rocky Good. Mountain Girls hemp products and uh, Mountain Man. Um, and then there's, uh, uh, oh, my most uh, recent one. We kind of worked out a little deal. Me and this guy, him and I are really good friends. I'm real good friends with his dad. His dad is also a Marine. And uh, his uh, his dad used to be a bull rider. Uh, I actually competed against him, even <laughs> even though he's like, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how old his dad is. Maybe 50, 54, maybe, I think. Maybe I competed against him like two, three years ago at PAFRA. And uh, he's a heck of a guy. Boy, uh, he took a... He took a heck of a hit to the head. It was impressive to see him get up after that. But uh, his son uh, is also a bull rider, and I compete against him. And he's actually kind of a little bit farther ahead of me in the bull riding. He's uh, he's um, more of a pro than I am, I guess you could say. But, you know, thanks to him for my new hat, the Pearl Snap Pimp, you know, uh, and our deal that we kind of worked out. Yeah, the Pearl Snap Pimp, you need any Western wear or apparel, go to him for sure. Uh, uh, he's got all the vintage Pearl Snaps. Resilient Brands will sell you all the hats, and Pearl Snap Pimp will hook you up with all the nice shirts and the denim, denim okay. clothes. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, man. Well, and I liked how you said he's more professional. A little more <laughs> professional. So yeah. you're getting there. Yep. You're getting there. I, 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 hey. I like what I'm hearing. So let's let's continue. But you're dude, you're rubbing off on me a little. There bit. you go. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. I, I'm good. I'm good for something. But man, you know, yeah. it, it's it seems like you're 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 on it. You're on the move. You're, you're jumping into you know the third round. Third round's the charm, or third times the charm. But it looks like you're 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 steady, and you're gonna yes, sir. You're gonna compete. Yep. You're gonna do it. And dude, I'm excited to see where you're going to go with your, uh, yeah. with your hat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited myself. I guess, uh, my, my philosophy with that third times the charm thing is, you know, like I said, growing up as a kid, I wanted to be a bull rider and then I kind of just pushed it yeah. aside and the Marine Corps introduced me to it and then I got away from it, but life brought me back to it. And then I got away from it in life. Something keeps pulling me back to rodeo. And, if you know, three times it's pulled me back to rodeo. And so that really, you know, that for me is like, uh, it's, you know, that for me is like, somebody's telling me, you know, I'm, this is something I should be doing. So I'm, I'm going to go after it, you know, full throttle this time and just not give up. And other than that, I mean, uh, I definitely believe God has a big hand in it. So, you know, like all the, all the glory to the good Lord above and a huge shout out to my mom and dad and my right. family and my, my little, my little nephew, Zane, my little nephew, Zane, or that, that little boy right there. Uh, he, he doesn't even have a clue how much of an inspiration he is uh, yeah. to me to keep riding because I just, you know, I, I, I love that little boy to death and my niece, my niece, Jojo too, but little Zane are there. He, I don't know what it is about him that just, man, he, you know, I just, I just, I just want, okay. you know, the best for that little boy right there. And I want him to be able to look up to his uncle Hank, you know, yeah. would, you know, I know, I know he already does, but just 
just something about him just keeps driving me forward. I don't know what it is about little Zane, but you know, he's been pushing he me on for a long time. Yeah. He understands. So, he knows. Yes, the sir. Love. All right, yeah. man. Um, dude, thank you. When you get your card and you start doing some, uh, you know, PRCA, especially yes, in the sir. West coast, hit me up. Also, when you do get your card and got a few, uh, rodeos under your belt, hit me up again, man, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to for sure. All right, All right man. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. It was a pleasure. Thank you for your time. Appreciate the opportunity.